I'll talk the way that it will sit you by the Holy Spirit. So no one can fulfill your call, this Lord, except you make your mind to fulfill your call. And in the fulfillment of the call, there are certain basic foundation and ethics that you need to know. Are you getting it? Apart from the operations of the giftings, there are certain basic and ethics that you need to Except you fulfill your call. Yes. And when you die, and you go and stand before God, yeah, uh, by the grace of God, we are, we are on Spotify. You can go and listen. You can go and listen to messages. If you want to listen to messages, we are on Spotify. We are on Podcast Addict. We are on Apple Podcast. We are on uh, Google Cast. What? What is it? About nine platforms. We are on it. That's the reason why I always do some recordings. You can go and listen to the messages, uh, which is cutting across. We, by the grace of God, we are in uh, 17 countries now. 17 countries are listening to the audio podcast. All the audios that we did, they are listening to it in, uh, with about 1,800 followers. So, that's what God is doing, even now, and I believe a time is coming that it will, it will explode our mind, because it is time to be zealously affected for God. There is no time to joke. God doesn't call jokers. He call workers. He doesn't call jokers. He call workers. So, no one can fulfill your call except you fulfill it. And in the fulfillment of the call, there are certain basic ethics and foundations that you need to understand so that it can help you to know the do's and the don'ts for you to be away from any pitfall of the enemy. Yeah. Uh, we have the, the devil can bring in a pitfall. Yeah, a pitfall is something that brings a problem that can create and havoc in your calling. That can call, cause a delay. That can uh, pull you back in your assignment. That is a pitfall. So we have human pitfall. People who use as agents to make you fall. I then we also have uh, the devil himself making you fall. So today, by the influence of the Holy Spirit, we want to talk about a faithful steward who can find. The book is all about the faithful You need to understand that your assignment with God is all about stewardship. Stewardship. A faithful steward who can find. And the introduction of this book, I said that it is better to stay with a faithful, poor person than to befriend a rich fool, full of 
It is better to stay with a faithful poor person than to befriend a rich fool full of wickedness. Yes. Full of wickedness. And ministry is all about stewardship. Ministry is not about money. You may need money to sponsor the ministry. You may need resources to sponsor the ministry. But ministry is not money. Ministry is stewardship. In life, the longevity of something is under the assurance of faithful person. If something or what you are doing can last for long, it will determine faithfulness. There's a difference between doing ministry and what? Staying in ministry. You can do ministry, but the ability to stay in the ministry is all about what? Faithfulness. That's why I said that in life, the longevity, which means the long life of something is under the assurance of faithful person. To have an unfaithful couple or partner is to face hell on earth. Yeah, if you have an unfaithful couple or a partner, that is whether someone who works with you in whatever you are doing, uh, if that person is not faithful, then you will face hell on earth. It means you go through hell, issues of hell. You will face torment. You will face troubles. Uh, you will not even have a straight mind. You, you lose focus. Many started well, but did not end well because of the spirit of pride. Or unfaithfulness. You see, the spirit of pride is the spirit of unfaithfulness. If you really want to know someone who is not faithful, check whether that person is humble or pride. If you really want to know someone who is full of pride, check whether the person can remain faithful or not. So they go together. The spirit of pride is a twin brother to the spirit of what? Unfaithfulness. The spirit of humility is a twin brother to the spirit of what? Faithfulness. The beginning of something does not matter much than the latter end. The beginning of you the day that you were born doesn't matter on the day that you die. See, the day that you were, you were born is not is not serious compared to the day that you die. Because the day that you die will define your eternal placement. So the day that you were born, that one defines your purpose. Your, 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 the beginning of your work, your assignment. But it is up to you to work in the assignment or not. So your beginning, the, the birth of you is the beginning of choice. But the death of you is a serious issue. Because the death of you will mount up whether you make it or you, you lose it. 
That's why the Bible always said that the latter end. He didn't say the former. He said the latter end shall be greater than the former. Which means that the end of the story matters than the former, the beginning of your story. So, whether you were born by so and so family, doesn't matter to God. But what matters to God is your ability to comprehend with the purpose of you being on this earth and finishing it for you to stand at the right hand or the left hand. A company with unfaithful workers is a cost 90 institution. Since its demotion is already known by a glimpse of an eye without public prophecy. So, you see, a company full of unfaithful people, an institution, a church, a family, full of unfaithful people, is a cost 90. Everything that they are doing is cost 90. What is cost 90? Zero. Everything that they are doing is zero. And such people doesn't even need public prophecy. So that's the meaning. Uh, it's already known with a glimpse of an eye, just a glimpse, not a public prophecy. Because if your wife, your husband, or the work that you find yourself doing is full of unfaithful people, I'm telling you, no matter how you try to help it, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. A faithful steward or a person is a sure sign of a faithful worshiper in heaven in heaven one day. So which means that if you are known as a faithful steward here on this earth, it's a sign that indeed in heaven you will be a faithful worshiper. No matter the skilled. No man can never do well without faithfulness. No matter the skill. No matter how skilled you are, no man can do well without faithfulness. I'm telling you, no matter how gifted, no matter how anointed you see yourself to be, you can never do well without faithfulness. Because God in his own way of even creating the whole world through faithfulness because if it's, if God should be unfaithful the whole world will be destroyed by the faithfulness that he see himself as a steward you see the, the, the first word of this life is God God is a steward and he created as stewards just like you so when we read Psalm 12 the Bible says that have Lord for the Godly man ceases, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips, and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips, and the tongue that speak proud things. Who have said, 
with our tongue will we prevail. So it's not by your tongue you prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the signing of the needy. Now will I arise, said the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that pass at me. At him, sorry. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. You shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the violent men are exalted. Amen. Yes. You see that help, Lord, for the godly man. For the faithful fail from among the children of men. So which means that the reason why the faithful people are failing is because of an opposition. Are you getting it? And for David to pray this prayer is a sign that God listened to the prayer of the faithful. Say, help Lord. Yeah. So we are all faithful. We are all called to be stewards. That's why I said that God is a steward. A steward. What is it? A steward. A person who manages a property or affairs for another entity. So your ability to manage something for someone is the fact that you are sure. A union member who is in charge of making or representing a representative for fellow workers in the negotiation terms with management. I get it. Yes. A union member. So, when we became born again, the Bible says, Jesus gave some apostles, some prophets. We are serious. We are looking after the things of Christ. Because an entity, the word entity is for a being. Jesus is a being. He's a spiritual being. A person who has charge of buildings, grounds, and animals. An officer who provides food for his students. Are you getting it? So he said, I'll give you pastors for my heart that they will feed you. Eh? Jesus said that I'll build my church. But I guess okay. Adam was meant to be in charge. So that dress it. And what? Keep it. A magistrate appointed by the crown to exercise jurisdiction over royal lands. God is a king. And all these things are royal lands. The creation of the earth belongs to God. So he has made us kings to rule. So the Bible says that he created man in his and have dominion. And subdue, be fruitful, multiply, subdue, control the land. A person responsible for managing a set of projects or products. So this is what? Steward. This is who we call what? Steward. Then the word faithful means lawyer. 
adhering firmly to a person or a cause. That's the word You are loyal. You are adhering firmly to a person or what? A cause. Having faith in something. Being reliable. Worthy of trust. So, when you say you are faithful, all of us, we have understood that we are fools. But for the ability of God this morning to trust you, being consistent with reality, reality, not faith. So, when we read, I think it's, uh, is it first Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 2? You see that? Moreover, it's required in two words that a man be found. So the requirement of a steward is to be found faithful. So the ability for God to see you be reliable. When God needs you here, you are there. Worthy of trust. Uh, worthy of trust. The ability to make better choice by God's instruction. Your ability to choose God ahead of your family. Ahead of your father, your mother, your children. I'm telling you. Yes. The ability to choose God above them. So that's the reason why God said to Abraham, when he wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he wanted to destroy, he said, no, this man, let me tell him. You see, let me tell you something. If you are not a faithful steward, there are many things God will, not, God will never tell you. So when God understood that Abraham is a faithful man, it's a man who is reliable. A man who having faith in him. A man being consistent with reli- uh, what? Uh, reality. He said that, oh, let me tell this man what I will come to do to Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Bible says that this man, I know him. He's worthy of trust. This man, he will commend his whole house to what? To serve the Lord. To serve me. So let me tell you. Yes. Yes. So, you don't need to be just a steward. And that's how we are a phone call. You must be a faithful steward. You must be reliable. Because God, the faithful steward, let's, let's talk about God, the faithful steward. God by nature is a steward of his creation. Yeah, because for you to wake up and come and even stand here is a sign that God is faithful. Yeah. And the the, the, the 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 air we breathe is part of God's creation. So God by nature is a steward of his creation and also faithful towards them unto fruitfulness and multiplication. So God is a steward and is a faithful steward. Why? Because he makes sure that everything that he has created, as the Bible said, when God created everything, he saw that it is good. He makes sure that the thing keeps on being good. So that is the reason why when man corrupted, God has to send a son eh, to die so that man will be seen good. Not evil. Are you getting it? So it's a sign that God is what? A faithful steward. Because he, man 
is, let's say, let's say the firstborn of God's creation. And man became evil. So for God to prove that, indeed, he is a faithful steward, then he had to work towards what he has created to be good. And for what he has created to be good, then something has to be taken away. Some bad seed has to be what? Cut off. And that's why he brought the son Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So God believes in food and multiplication. Because if God doesn't believe in food and multiplication, he will not, he will not tell the man that you should be fruitful and what? Multiply. You will not. So it is the heartbeat of God that you be fruitful and what? Multiply. I wish above all things you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. God wished that everyone, because a sign of a faithful steward is the ability to act, to be reliable, trustworthy when it comes in terms of fruition and what? Multiplication. In God's way, yeah, to be specific. In God's way, in God's way, not in your own way, not in the devil's way, not in someone's opinion, but in God's way. So when we read, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 30, when we read that you understand that by his faithfulness, as the as the steward of the whole creation, he made everything. He framed good. The Bible says everything. God saw that everything that he has created is what? Good. Everything that he has created is good. When we read Deuteronomy 7 9, the Bible says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God he is God, a faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him. And keep his commandment to a thousand generations. Wow. O God of hosts. Psalm 89, verse number 8. O God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? All to thy faithfulness around about thee. These are the scriptures as describing God the faithful steward. O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsel of old are faithfulness and truth. That is Isaiah chapter 25, verse 1. Amen. Amen. God the faithful steward. So God, these scriptures prove that indeed God is what? A faithful steward. He proves that indeed God is a faithful steward. So God required everything that was created in his image 
eh, and in his likeness. See, the image of God means that God is you. The likeness of God means that the functionality of God in you. So God in you to function in you. Amen. Amen. So if God is faithful, then God requires that everyone sees as a steward should be faithful. So you see, many a times, whenever we talk about the, the whenever we talk about the topics uh, stewardship, many think it's only pastors. Your workplace. Look at something. A steward is someone who looks after something. Even a wife, a wife, if you are a, a, a wife, you are a steward. Because your ability not to give your children good nurturing. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Your ability, ability your inability to, to what? To nurture your children in the fear of God means that you are an unfaithful steward. And God will punish you for that. Yes. Yes. That's why Jesus said, let the children come to me. Let the children come to me. Don't suck them. Let them. Let them. Let them. Let's, we are still on the topic. Faithful steward. Man was created and formed like God to be his faithful steward. Man was created and formed like God to be so Whatever God wanted to do on the earth is what he deposited for man. Are you getting it? So man, as I said, the image of God means that God in you. The likeness of God means that the functionality of God in you. So you were created as a God in you to function like God. So if you are not able to live a faithful life, then you are acting in an opposition. God. So when we read Ezekiel chapter 28, verse number 12 to 19. Thou had been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. This one is talking about Lucifer. That are the anointed cherub that covered. I have said this so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Stones of fire. So it means that the devil was walking in the presence of God. The mountain of God. The holy mountain of God. Talks about the, what, the house of God. So the high priest. When we talk about stewardship, the first who, the first person who ever became a steward was who? Lucifer. <laughs> so we say that that had been in Eden, the garden of God. That was perfect. Look at this one. So it means that every everyone created to be a steward was already made in perfection. So Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day thou was created. So that's why, you see, that's why it is an error to think that you were, God brought you here to suffer. Yes, because we 
we have, as I always say, we have, we have three realms. We have the supernatural realm, where God commissioned things. And when it's coming, you have the angelic realm, which is the supernatural realm, the outside natural realm. Then we have the natural realm. So the supernatural is the link between the supernatural and the natural. So many a times, the changes of a man's life goes in that place. That is where we have the, the occultists also working through that place. So many a times, the reason why many people, you see, the, the, the devil's mission is that he always wants you to say that God is not faithful. So when you read this scripture, you understand that even Lucifer himself was created. The Bible says he was perfect. I get it. So how can someone, you, before you were forming your mom, I know you, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Then when you came to this earth, you are an amroba. So it's a sign that in the angelic realm, which is the prenatal realm, there something was decoded. It's a realm, you see, the angelic realm, which is the link between the supernatural and natural. It's a place of war. It's a place where changes can be made. Changes for good and changes for what? Bad. I get it. So that's why the Bible said, when, when the angel said that salvation has come to heaven, but woe to the earth. Woe to the earth. But the preternatural realm is, is something that is after the natural is outside before you go to the supernatural so there's no demon in the supernatural there's no demon the devil is not in the supernatural the supernatural realm is the realm of god the devil has been casted so when we talk about the earth the earth in Ankasana, it comprises of two these two realms the outside realm and the what natural that comes yet. I get it. So there are certain portions of the that we don't see. <laughs> Amen. Yes. And it's a link. It's a link. It's a transition. It's like, it's just like the, the, the transition between the spirit and the body, which is the soul. I get it. Yes. So which means that the earth itself or the whole creation itself deals with three things. So iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. So when he decided to sin, that is whereby he lost the ability to be a good steward. Thy heart was lifted. Pride. You see, that's what you see. That's what I say. A sign of someone who will never be a faithful steward is pride. See, thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. You see, in this, in this life, eh, when, when God calls you to do the work of God, one, one thing you need to be very careful is success. Because the Bible makes us know that thy heart was laid because of thy beauty. Success is dangerous than poverty. See this one? The Archbishop said it. Say that. Success is dangerous than poverty. 
Because when you are too successful, eh, you easily forget what is happening in your atmosphere. <laughs> I repeat, success is dangerous than poverty. Why? Because when you are too successful, you easily forget what is happening in your atmosphere. So the devil saw that he is what? Beautiful. And he forgot what is happening in his atmosphere. I want you to understand that the devil's Lucifer was a steward. He understands stewardship. That's why in the kingdom of darkness, he operates by stewardship. But just that their mission is to steal, kill, and what? Destroy. They understand stewardship, I'm telling you. So this scripture in Ezekiel makes us understand that the first person to be a steward in the garden of God was Lucifer. He understands stewardship far better than man. Because he was there. The Bible make, when you read this scripture, it's a sign that Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 12 to 19. You understand that he was, he was there, he was a steward for a time. So this thing happened. But you see that when Adam became a steward, he easily just measured. Thou had corrupt thy wisdom by reasoning of thy brightness. Thou had defiled the sanctuaries by the multitude of thy iniquity. Amen. Amen. Yes. By the multitude of thy iniquity. That how you see. <laughs> so, if you become an unfaithful steward, you walk in corruption because he said that thou had corrupted thy wisdom. So every steward operates by wisdom. A God kind of wisdom. So you have corrupted thy wisdom by the reasoning of thy brightness. Brightness, which is talking about the difference. The ability to do something. So the devil was corrupted by his ability. See, that is the reason why if you are a steward, you have understood that stewardship is about looking after someone's property. So you better go to the one who tells you to look after his things and ask questions and ask what to do and what not to do. Before you corrupt the intelligence, which is the wisdom he has given to you, by thy brightness, which is the operation, the giftings within you. So you can easily be corrupted by gifts. You can easily be corrupted by gifts. Because the devil was corrupted by the brightness. The giftings. Thou had defiled thy sanctuaries. Which means the, 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 the jurisdiction, the place of operation, the assignment. See, the devil's assignment was a sanctuary. A, a sanctuary is more like a building. He was, having, he was uh, someone who controls sanctuaries. He controls uh, sanctuaries. So you defile the sanctuary. You defile your assignment. You stop your assignment. 
by the multitude of thy iniquity. I told you that we have three types of sin. We have the what? We have the Hatha, we have the Afan, and we have the what? We have Pisha. That's Greek word. The Hatha means iniquity. The Pisha, which means willful rebellion. Then we have the Afan, which is perversing the word of God. These are all sins. Angels are the first words to be in God's history, by which Lucifer was one of them. Yes. So Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Are they not ministering spirit sent forth to minister? Lucifer was God's tool in the garden of God, called Eden. He was a junior member who was a representative figure for the fellow workers in terms of management with God. He could walk freely in heaven until the day he decided to be an unfaithful steward towards God. This makes God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to introduce a new steward, far better in the likeness of Elohim, to replace him after he was cast out as an unprofited, or what, unprofited branch. So you see, when God wanted to replace, you see, no angel, let me tell you, no angel has the image of God. The only when God wanted to replace an angel who was meant to be a steward, then he took his what himself, which is the image of God. Then he put his likeness to operate just like him. Because right now God wants something far better. Because if I put an angel there and an angel was messing up, then this time you see, if I put an angel there and an angel was messing up, it's like you have you have a bank. You have put someone there, the person is not running. Then it's better you go and run it yourself. Because you know far better. So because of that, that's why he made us in his own image far better to do things just as he would do. That's the worship. Man was then created and formed like God to be his faithful steward. I get it. So when you say a faithful steward, uh, so you, you don't need to just be a steward, but you need to go as a faithful steward. A person who is loyal, adhering firm to a person or a cause by managing the property or the affairs for another entity. Your ability to listen, your ability to follow by the management of God's institution, God's way of doing things. That's stewardship. Faithful steward. A person who is reliable and obedient as a union member, representing for God and his fellow workers in terms of negotiating management. Yes. You represent God. You represent God and you do it by the way of God. That's a faithful story. A person who is worthy of trust in charge of God's building. That's a faithful steward. You are worthy of trust in charge of God's building. A person who is consistent with reality, who attends to the accounts for God, flock, and fellow workers. 
you attend to the account for God. A person appointed or chosen by God to exercise jurisdiction with fellow workers over royal lands. A person having faith in God and his fellow workers with reverence in management correctly with the flock. A person having faith in God and his fellow workers with reverence in management correctly with the flock. A person or an officer who provides food for the flock of God in good terms. I'll give you pastors from my heart that they will feed you with knowledge. The knowledge you are going to feed the people is not your knowledge. The knowledge of God. So you will be filled with knowledge and understanding. So people should understand God. People, you see, if you are if you are a man of God or if you are called in ministry, people should not understand you. They should understand God. That should be the, the true picture. A junior shepherd who leads the flock first to God and secondly to his or her senior shepherd in good terms. Yes. You can be, you see, the, the stewardship, it can be a junior steward. You can also be a senior steward. You should lead the people first to God and secondly to the, to the senior. Because in the, in the stewardship, you can be called to be alone or you can also call to be, to be with someone. You can call to lead people. You can call to can be called to what to stand with someone to lead. Are you getting the pictures? Amen. Amen. So we say that let a man so when we read first Corinthians chapter four, verse number one to two, say that let a man so count of us as of the ministers of Christ and steward of and stewards of the mysteries of God. Let let me read again. Let a man so count of us as of the ministers of Christ. So it is your duty if you are called there, you need to fulfill and stewards of the mysteries. Which means what is a mystery? Hidden information, mysteries of God. However, it is required in the world that that man be found faithful. So, which means that as you are. Bringing out the hidden secret of God, as you are counted as a minister of Christ, then you are required to be what faithful. God, you are required to be faithful. 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 You need to be faithful. You need to be faithful. You must be faithful. Yes, so the work that we are doing today, this is what we this is the chapter, the two chapters. Today, we just tackle the two chapters. We will go over, but I'm believing God that uh, when this book is finally out, you read and read over. After you see, you don't need to, you don't, you don't, you, you cannot become a steward just a day. You must be a steward. You see, there's a man of God I like, he make a comment. He said that you cannot become the book until you have read the book for nine times. So, this thing that we are doing is, is just introduction. Yes, that even after the appointment or whatever ceremony, 
you can go for the book that has been published and read it. A faithful steward you can find. Read it. You can even teach people who will be under you. Amen. Yes, because we have senior stewards, then we have junior stewards. But the Bible says it is required that each and everyone should work faithfully. So the calling of God is a call unto stewardship. It's a call unto to look after something that belongs to God. When you die and you stand in front of God, He will ask you of what He told you to look after. He will ask you whether you will be faithful or you will never be faithful. He will ask you in a portion marriage. Yes, that area. How you how how you nurture your wife and your children tuition. How you nurtured the spiritual flock that he also what gave you. Amen. Amen. Yes. So the calling of God is a serious thing. It's the most serious and the most dangerous duty. That, as I said earlier, God doesn't work with jokers. He works with workers. Yes. So if you are a joker, I'm telling you, you can never fulfill the call. And when you die, no matter what you did in this life, no matter all the 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 the, the, the duties, the, the humanitarian duties you ever involve yourself in, God will not require that from you. You require of you of the calling. So I always tell people that the school, the school that we go, eh, is a secondary thing. School, we don't go to school to be successful. We become successful when we are able to do what God brought us to do in this life. The ability to work in the purpose of God. Is the ability to work in success. So, if you think, so if, 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 if this will tell you that it's not money that makes you successful, it's not resources that make you successful, it's no school. All these things, it's a push. It just push you. But your ability to be in line and in focus of what God wants to do in this life. To walk in step by step, to move in the process, to move because when God, when God is is about to make you, or when God is about to use you, first of all, you push you in what you call the process. Then He takes you from the process to the making. He moves you. Then from the molding, He fills you. Then from the filling, He uses you. Because before someone can make a car. First of all, he has to plan. That is the making process. Then, first of all, you, after the making process, you have to make the car. Then we make the car. Then you have to fill the car. Eh? Before that person can try the car to be sold. Amen. Amen. Yes. So this thing that we are doing is a critical test. It's a something that 
devil himself is afraid of. It's all about stewardship. It's all about stewardship. It's all about stewardship. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Bless your name for today's lesson about stewardship. Thank you for the strength. Grant us the anointing, the grace. That as we have listened to your teachings, we'll be equipped to do exploit your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.